got a Bible tonight, bro, book of Revelation, chapter number 19. Revelation chapter 19. And uh, you be much in prayer tonight. Pray God to help us. And uh, pray the Lord to touch us. We do the Lord say. Amen. Just like the preacher's already said, if anything gets done tonight, the Lord will have to do it. Amen. Yeah. If anything gets accomplished tonight, you'll have to accomplish it. Yeah. If anybody gets any help tonight, he'll have to help. Amen. Yeah. And uh, it's certainly nothing that uh, I can do. I promise that. I can do anything. And uh, I discovered that a long time ago. Amen. And uh, I don't want to attempt to do anything. Yeah. I'm in the power of my flesh. Amen. And uh, Paul said, in this flesh, what up, no good thing. I'm telling you, if, if Paul's flesh was wicked, if the Apostle Paul had a wicked flesh, if the Apostle Paul had no confidence in his flesh, I know I shouldn't have any confidence in him. And boy, you pray, God help us tonight. You pray the Lord to you. It's all right. Revelation chapter number 19. How many glad you saved? Revelation chapter 19. If you found your place, would you stand? If you're able and honor Amen. the word of God tonight, Revelation chapter number 19. And uh, very familiar text tonight, but I want to I want to give you something. Keep your Bible handy tonight. I want to maybe look at some different places, but uh, you just pray tonight. Revelation chapter number 19, verse number 11. Revelation 19 and verse number 11. The Bible said, And I saw heaven open, and behold a white horse, and he that sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness doth he judge and make war. His eyes were the flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. He was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, his name is called the Word of God. The armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in, in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth going his goeth a sharp sword. With it he should smite the nations, and he should rule them with a rod of iron. And he tread the winepress wine of the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I saw angels standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourself together unto the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and of the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse, and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image, these both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. And that's what we'll read tonight. Let's go to the Lord's Prayer and ask God to help us. Father, in Jesus' name, God, I thank you for the privilege, God, to be in the house of God tonight. I thank you, Lord, for the good songs of Zion. Lord, what a blessing. God, it's already been to be in the house of God. I thank you, God, for, Lord, just for meeting with us already tonight. God, I need your help tonight. Lord, I recognize that. I pray, God, that you'd help us, Lord. I pray that you'd bring to my mind and remembrance God, the words that needs to be said tonight, God, I pray for a fresh touch. God, from on high, Lord, I beg you tonight, God, bind the forces of hell and the power of Satan that doth hinder. God, you said you overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony and love of their lives to the dead. God, I plead the blood tonight, Lord, oh, I just ask you to help us, God. Father, I know I need you, God, more than I've ever needed you. And Father, I pray, God, that you touch us tonight. God, touch every heart. God, give me liberty tonight. God, you said the Spirit is. Oh, the Lord is, there's liberty. God, I pray for liberty tonight. I pray, God, in heaven that, uh, Lord, you touch hearts. Lord, if there's one lost, I pray you'd save them. God, any out of the will of God, meet the need. Father, get glory to yourself. God, do that we cannot do. God, I pray you'd move in our midst. Send revival these days. God, help your people. God, encourage the saints. Challenge us and change us out of the Word of God tonight. Help us right now. We'll give you glory and honor and thanks for all you do. For it's in Jesus' name 
God, that name that's above every name that we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Sandy. Revelation chapter number 19 and uh, very familiar text tonight. And, and uh, I want to look at these verses, look at a few things, but I thought about this and just by way of introduction, how the Bible says in verse number 11, I saw a heaven open, have a whole white horse, and he that sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. Amen. And so we find the arrival of Christ in this day. And I'm glad the Lord's coming back, aren't you? Amen. I'm glad, friend, we've got the hope. I'm glad one day he's coming back to get the church. Amen. Amen. I'm glad the Lord himself is going to stand from heaven and shout the voice of the archangel the trump of God and the dead in Christ to rise first. I'm glad the Lord is coming to get the church and call us out of here. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, after the Lord calls the church, it'll be seven years tribulation and the church is not entered into at that time of Jacob's trouble, that time of the wrath of God. But after that seven years, he's coming back to set up his kingdom on this earth and rule and reign for a thousand years. Hey, aren't you glad that tonight? Amen. Hey, friend, I'm glad for the promise of his coming. Amen. Hey, listen, in this text tonight, we have his arrival. Uh, listen, as we come to this portion of scripture, uh, tribulation is coming to an end. And the Lord is coming back in great power to set up his kingdom. Oh, thank God for that day. So we see the arrival of Christ. In verse number 11, I want you to notice uh, the attire of Christ in verse number 12. Uh, the Bible says his eyes was a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. So we see his attire. We see the armies in verse 14. Uh, the Bible said the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses clothed in, in fine linen, white and clean. Yeah. Uh, somebody said you want those white horse riding preachers. I said you better, you better know it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the Bible teaches tonight. Yeah. And the Bible said the armies uh, listen, followed him on white horse. I thank God. Yeah. Uh, listen, one of these days yeah. we're coming yeah. back with him yeah. on white horses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, yeah. 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 the armies of the Lord Hill, and he's going to set up his kingdom on this earth. Amen. And see, we see his armies in verse 14. We see his authority in verses 15 and 16. Amen. How about listen? There's a lot of people talk about the coming of the Lord and what's going to take place when the Lord comes back. I've heard many people say the Lord that we are going to fight a great battle. But can I tell you tonight, friend, that you and I are not going to do anything. Listen, there'll be no fight on our part. I'm a thank God, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and He will do all the fighting. Friend, He's going to take care of it all. How the Bible says in verse 15, and out of his mouth all the sharp sword, and with it he should smite the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he tread the wine fast, wine press with the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his name, on his thigh name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen. Again, there'll be no battle. Either you and I will fight him. Thank God he'll just speak the words and the power of his word. I will stop the armies that are gathered against him. Amen. 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 Listen, we see his authority. Thank God. I'm telling you what, when he speaks, our mountains are moved. Amen. Amen. When he speaks, thank God, the armies are defeated. Amen. And he'll speak the words, and the armies that are gathered against him shall be defeated. We see the avenging of Christ. In verses 17 through 21. And I, I ain't got time to look on tonight. The Bible talks about verse 17. I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice. Said all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourselves together to the supper of the great God, that he may eat the flesh of the kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of my, uh, mighty men, the flesh of horses, and of them that set on them, the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him. Amen. He didn't say, does not say against them. He does not say against the army. They gathered to make war against him. That sat on the horse and against his army. Amen. And listen, they're coming against him. We're there. Amen. But they're coming against him. Amen. The armies of the Lord are there, but they 
are coming against him. They may not gathering against him. And the Bible said the beast was taken, him the false prophet had wrought miracles before him, which he deceived, which he deceived them, had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. That these both were cast alive into the lake of fire with brimstone, the remnant was slain with the sword of him that was that sat on the upon the horse, which which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. Amen. And so listen, he's going to avenge his enemies, those that are gathered against him. Against him, praise God to God. How the Lord will avenge them. He's going to destroy them with the words of his mouth and set up his kingdom. Amen. And we will rule and reign with him. Praise God. And so we see his avenging. And I'm not really going to preach on that tonight. I want to preach on that. Out of verse number 12, I want to preach on the authority of Christ. Amen. Notice what the Bible said in verse number 12. He said his eyes were the flame of fire and on his head were many cranes. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. So the Bible said there that on his head were many cranes. And so when he comes back, had a mission to set up his kingdom on this earth and to rule and reign for a thousand years. The Bible said how that on his head were many crowns. Amen. How interesting now where those crowns came from. The Bible said how that there were many crowns. And he had a head wearing many crowns. Somebody had to adorn him with those crowns. Somebody mission had to provide the crowns. Somebody had to plan his head with those crowns. I pray if you study the word of God you'll find these three separate times that Christ is adorned with crowns or his head was planted with crowns hear the word of God and listen I will look out tonight and try to be ahead to you don't you notice listen if you study the life of Christ you'll find that there was a vice crown that was given to him at Calvary amen the Bible talks about they planted a crown of thorns and placed it upon his head. Amen. And can I say tonight, they didn't understand what they were doing. I'm a friend, listen, they were testifying what God already done. The Bible teaches that thorns in the Bible is a thorns in the Word of God or a type of the curse. Is that right? Do you remember when Adam fell into sin? And a part of the curse upon this earth was thorns and thistles. That's so thorns throughout the word of God. He's a picture of the curse of sin on this earth. Amen. I'll tell you what, listen, when Jesus, how when they took him to be crucified, they played a crowd of thorns and placed it upon his head. And they didn't realize what they were doing. How when they were testifying what God had already done. Placing the sins of all mankind on the head of the Son of God. God reached to the first sin. God reached back into the first sin the way it was
Amen. Now I want to say that you and I were responsible for that train. But I want you to notice there's a present train that was rewarded at his coronation. So what do you mean, preacher? Go to Hebrews chapter number two. <laughs> Hebrews chapter number two, there's a present crown that was rewarded at his coronation. In Hebrews chapter number two, now a lot of people look at these verses having they don't understand exactly what he's being taught. Don't you notice something? Hebrews chapter number two tonight. How the Bible says in verse number five, he said, for unto the angels have not put in subjection, subjection the world to come, Wherefore we speak but one in a certain place, testifying, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him? For the Son of Man that thou visit him. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor. Thou set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. For that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing. That is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. Look at verse 9. But now. But we see Jesus, uh, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crown of glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, how a lot of people think they, they, they misunderstood and stand to what the Word of God is teaching, and they think that verse 6, 7, 8 is talking about Christ. But verse 6, 7, 8 is not talking about Christ. Verse 6, 7, that's called by man. Right. Yeah. That Bible said that in a certain place, uh, in verse number 6, but one a certain place, uh, testified, said, What is man, Lord, mindful of him, or the Son of Man, that thou business him, and thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and then set him over the works of thy hands. Amen. That you understand now when God created man, that God formed him out of the dust of the ground, right. and breathed his nostrils of breath of life, and man become a living soul, and he put him in the garden eastward, and give him a command. Amen. Uh, listen, he said, uh, be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. And he said this, he said, subdue the earth. Yeah. That's what he said. He said, listen, uh, Genesis 1, 26, 27, 28. Uh, he said this. He said, uh, replenish the earth. Uh, and uh, he said, subdue it. That word subdue, subdue means to rule over. Amen. Right. It means to have dominion. It means to conquer. Yes. And he said, subdue it and have dominion over the fowls of the air and over the fish of the sea. Amen. That's yeah. what God made man and put him in the garden. And listen, give him a kingdom. And yeah. give him a Look at that last phrase, our verse 8. He said, but now 
We see not yet all things put under him. At one time he had all things yes. put under him. Yes. At one time he had a rule over all things. All things. At one time he had a king kingdom. At one time he had dominion, authority, and rule over this earth. But not that. Yes. Amen. Not that. Right. But the Bible said, look at that little word. He said, but now we see not yet. Amen. Not yet. Amen. Amen. In other words, listen, he lost yes. his rule. He lost his dominion. Right. He lost his authority. Yeah. He yes. lost his reign. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And I thank God, listen, according to that verse, there's coming the day when Adam will regain his authority. Yeah. Adam will yes. regain the reign. And can I say, he's not talking about the first Adam. Yeah. But he's talking about the second Adam. Yeah. And he answers that question. You know, yeah. the next verse, he yeah. said, we see Jesus. He was made a little old man. You see, he was made just like man. He put the point upon the man. He was made after the image of man. He see Jesus. He was made a little old man. Watch this. Angels full of suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor. He, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Wait a minute. I was crowned with glory and honor in the garden. Yes. Amen. How about now, Christ is crowned with glory and honor. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying, listen, I've got Christ coming to this world. And he stepped into Adam's dominion. Yeah, Why did he do that? To win back the crown. I win back the crown. To win back the dominion. To win back the reign of the authority. That was false fire. And then he stepped in. He stepped into this earth. He stepped into this uh, this uh, dominion. How to regain how to control that Adam lost. Amen. Listen, he died and was buried, rose again the third day. That God crowned him with glory and honor. Amen. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying, thank God, Christ won back the crown and the dominion and the power of this world. He said this. He said, now all power is given to me in heaven and word in earth. That's right. All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. You say, why did he win that? But that verse 8 says this, but not yet. But not yet. You see what Calvary, how when he died for our sin, he took our place. He won back the crown of glory and honor. And I'm saying what he won the right to rule on this earth. He won the right to reign on this earth. But not yet. Amen. First God one day he's Amen. The Bible said in our, in our text, in Revelation 19, 
And his eyes were flame of fire on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. Amen. And so listen, he received the first crown because of sin. The crown of thorns. He received that crown by the hand of sin. I, I would say he, he received that present crown that is coronation from the side. Amen. 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 Yes, Wonder where he got these crowns from. Right. Amen. Hey, listen, let's look at it. Find out where he got these crowns. Now go to Revelation chapter number four tonight. Amen. Yeah. Revelation chapter number four. And I'm going to find out where these many crowns came from. Revelation chapter number four. I'm going somewhere. Y'all still with yeah. me? Yeah. Revelation chapter number four. And verse number ten. The Bible said in Revelation 4 and 10, said the four and twenty elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they were, they were created. Amen. That's the Bible talks about them four and twenty elders had taken their crowns and cast them down to his feet. Amen. I just said that four and twenty acres is a picture of the church. Yeah. And they're taking the crowns uh, that yeah. they have received, or the crowns that they have been rewarded, or the crowns that they have won. And they cast them down the feet of yes, Lord sir. Jesus. Yeah. And then the Lord yeah. said upon the throne, yeah. Thou know who ought to do this. He is the King of Kings. Yeah. And the Lord of Lords. Amen. Yeah. And listen, when there's a king around, and you throw a crown down, he'll pick it up and put it on. Yeah, it would not be mentioned so much. Yeah. If a reward 
is not so important. If a crown to the chief to gain is not so important, then it would not be mentioned so much. Amen. That mission by the Apostle Paul many times in his writings, he talks about a crown. Listen, I was saying that the day are important. Amen. Why is that? Well, thank God he took my place of captain. Amen. He redeemed my mission, redeemed me out of my sins, put me in the right relationship with God. Because it shall be revealed by fire, 
and the fire shall try every man's work what sort it is. Yeah. If any man's work abide which he had built thereon, he shall receive a reward. Do you see that? But the Bible said, if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. Yeah. He himself shall be saved. Yet so ask a fire. Yeah. So the Bible says here in this text that if we build upon the foundation which is Christ, if yeah. we build yeah. upon that foundation gold, have silver, and precious stone, one hundred stuff. Now you and I know how this is according to this text that our words will be tried to fire. And you and I know that listen, the gold and silver and precious stone will fire. As a matter of fact, fire will refine gold. And it will refine silver. Amen. And it will purify Precious soul. Hey, listen, wood, hay, and stubble will burn up. So, if the foundation is Christ, and gold, silver, and precious soul is the materials that we're to build upon, we need to find out what that materials are. Amen. We need to find out what those materials are. I mean, if gold, if we're to build the work of gold, and the work of silver, and the work precious stones on the foundation of Christ that they may survive the fire and we will receive a reward. That's surely we need to know what that gold, silver, and precious stone is. Yes, when we study the Bible, you'll find that gold speaks of deity. Amen. You know what that brings out the fact that Jesus is God. Yeah. Yeah. God said John 1 in the beginning was the word to work with God, the word was God. Yeah. And the same was in the beginning with God. Yeah. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we behave his glory is only God yeah. the Father, full of grace and grace. Yeah. Jesus is God. Amen. Amen. So we see that all the way back in creation. He said, Let us make man in our image. I'm he was our creation. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
How did he make this statement? We were talking, and he said, I've got the God busy. He said, I'm trying to build a church. Oh, I'll tell you something, I understand what he's saying. How the Bible said the Lord said, He said, upon this rock I will build my church. And the things I have shall not prepare the future. I'm not responsible to build the church. You're not responsible to build the church. And the pastor's not responsible to build the church. I'm not responsible. I tell people about the Lord Jesus. I people to And this is
that involves intercession. Amen. Any work that involves intercession, any work that involves how this is trying to go to God on behalf of people and pray, God, stop saying this. Hey, if we ain't real careful, when we get in the presence of God, it becomes, it becomes all about ourselves. It becomes all about our needs. And my Lord, I want to give us that. God, I need this. God, I need that. God, I wish you had this for me. Amen. I'm telling you, friend, that high priest, really, it's not about him. It's about somebody else. How God help us to get in the holy place and forget our needs and start crying out for somebody else. He's taking God to do something for somebody else and intercede on behalf of us. Amen. 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 Glory to God. That's the ministry of reconciliation Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians 5. In the same context of judgment, see, 2 Corinthians 5, 10, I believe, he said, We must all appear for the judgment seat of Christ. Never man yet may give account for deeds done his body for we have done, whether it be good or bad. In that context, he comes up there about verse number 18, so we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. That's what that is. That's to go to John and then go to Peter. Amen. That's
Come get around this altar tonight. That's the Lord ahead. 